where is home. There's a lot of elements of home on this album. There are themes of finding that spot that makes us feel like a child again, you know, which is a very like excited, uh, joyful, imaginative, pure place to be. Welcome to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, birthed by a love of music. We're all about culture. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. If you gain value from this podcast, personally share it with a friend and explain your favorite part. Let's get groovy. Groovy. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, your top source for live local regional music interviews and events from Rochester, New York and the surrounding region. And I am here again, second time on the show, Anthony Siciliano, head to the roots. What's up, man? How are you? Yes. Good, man. Hello. It's good to chat with you again. Um, I believe last time we chatted was during quarantine, perhaps about a year ago. Yeah, um, episode 65, so over 50 episodes. I don't know if I'm doing my math right. I should know the episode <laughs> number, but right around 50-plus episodes ago, it's the start of quarantine, and honestly, I would like to talk about what's happened in the past year, but more than anything, you've got a brand-new album out, Seeker, so you've obviously been busy we're going to listen to two ep- uh, two episodes, two songs from that album. And if you can't notice, I can't talk today because I've been working all day, but I don't miss one of these because this is like the best part of my day. So now that I've given you the the, the intro here, I want to hear what's up, man. Like it, it's it's been over a year and I, I haven't been able to see you live during that time. Let's start with, you know, something positive, like, do you have any shows coming up? And then we'll get into, you know, how the year treated you a little bit. That sounds great, man. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, it seems like we here in Rochester, New York, have a pretty hopeful summer of live music ahead of us. Um, And Head of the Roots will definitely be bopping around Rochester playing shows. So as soon as this Friday may 28th i believe uh we'll be in fairport at b-side and that's a nice show venue and june 4th we'll be heading out to temple which is a place that you and i i believe met or have hung out at um and those performances will be trio performances um so the music's a little more filled out with drum and keys bass type of sonic space um and yeah, it should be a hopeful summer, like I said. I'm I'm excited for it. And this will come out after the Fairport gig, but before mm-hmm. the Temple gig. So if you're listening live during the premiere, we'll see you on Friday. If not, um, 
just to get it get it out right now, how do people follow you guys? And maybe they're listening to this six months from now. What's the best way to keep in touch with Head to the Roots? Great question. I would say we try to expose ourselves everywhere we can. So with social media, obviously Instagram and Facebook's great. Um, Facebook's great with our local community in um, Rochester. And to stay up to date for like, hey, where can we go find Head of the Roots Live? The website's always updated. Um, as soon as I know a show is confirmed, I'll put it there for the month. Um, and that's at headoftheroots.com. And outside of that, like Head of the Roots has music out on the digital streaming platforms. Um, and that's always exciting. So for example, those those digital shelves are like Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Um, yeah, so that's like another way you can just enjoy the music uh, on your own. Awesome. And so you've yeah. got a three-piece full band now, drums, keys, new album. Tell me a little bit about the process, because I want to start with the title track, Seeker, in a moment here. Um, yeah. Two minutes here, you're going to hear Seeker. The tri- you got to listen to this album, anybody listening. It's amazing. Um, but let's talk about the you know the process. Did you start writing the album at the start of quarantine? How did you, you know, bring it together, bring drums in? Tell us a little bit about what we might have missed in the past year. Great. Uh, I would love to. So um, personally in my life, I have made a transition, you know, over the past what must have been uh, just like just before um, lockdown, right? I had made this transition into renting a space with some housemates and, and making my way out of my parents' home. And so that was like a big focus for me. Um, And the reason I kind of start the timeline there is because when I released my last album, I had been writing music um, and that was back in 2019. And so some of those songs have been carried over into this new album. And then some of the songs in this album are also from more of like a present 2020, you know, viewpoint. Um, and so it was kind of like, once I got into this spot and I felt like rooted into like my home space, then I was able to get to work. And so, um, you know, just with the computer software, like logic pro, I was able to just start recording some tracks and, and work on all the production which includes the drums, the soft. So it was like all software instruments for this. And then I had a buddy reach out to me. I think it was last June and he's down in Nashville doing uh, mixing engineering and he's uh, pretty talented in that regard. And so his name is Zach Pankos and he's actually a Victor high school alumni. We graduated the same class. So it was nice to hear from him after like, yeah. you know, 10 years or so. He sent me back this mix. It was just fantastic. Like he's just uh, he brought in like a lot of color and clarity to the mix. And so we signed on to work on the six or seven tracks for the album. And that was a process of about 12 months. Yeah. I started the track Fire in the Free in April 2020. And then the rest of the tracks were produced and recorded. And then this album was released April 2021. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And title track is Seeker. Album's name Seeker. Indeed. I want to talk about the track after we have the opportunity to listen to it. But going in listening to this with the beginner's mindset, maybe it's my first. I've heard it a couple of times. Or maybe it's the listener's first time. Anything that they should be listening for? Anything you want to note to kind of preface or... If not, that's okay as well. But curious if anything comes to mind. Yeah, I would love to kind of send the mind into like a certain direction. Yeah. So, um, like sonically speaking, this album I would describe as a mix or blend of like, I call it jungle boogie with like some cerebral synthesizer noises. So it's like, it's a folk rock album. And I took some like experimentation and inspiration to just add some new textures like synthesizers. Um, and then the reason Seeker is the title. So to give more of like a, a context around the, the words or the, the meaning deeper into these songs is um, it kind of speaks towards in essence, the seeker or a seeker is someone who is searching for higher meaning or um, spiritual purpose right um through this life through path and i tend to live my existence through that lens so a lot of my songs kind of touch upon this this kind of um seeking for balance seeking for joy seeking for um peace you know and all these things through our bodies. So um, that's why I titled it Seeker because all these songs touch upon kind of those experiences, whether they're in our minds and how we perceive or in our like bodies or our hearts and how we feel. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Let's, let's listen to the title track from Seeker called Seeker. Looking forward to it. Let's do it.
man. <laughs> yes. Awesome. De- definitely a good, good mood, good feel song. What What's cool. coming up for you right now? You've obviously heard it more more times than me. You wrote it. You recorded <laughs> it. Is it still fresh? Yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty joyous listening to it in the company of, you know, someone who's also listening to it. Um, and yeah, feel good. I, I do like to write feel good music and like upbeat energetic. Um, that's like one of the <clears throat> emotions I like to, to portray through the music. Um, yeah. and so I guess I'm feeling that way, which is good. <laughs> it is good. It, it seems stylistically a little bit different than what you've done in the past right it 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 seems like a a little bit of a different direction um i don't know i got i don't even know what to describe it right now like i (laughs) in a way i got this like old school like psychedelic beatles vibe but more of like a modern folk flair but it it definitely, I don't know if anyone's listened to the previous episode that was 65. She'll listen to that. It was definitely stylistically a little bit different than I recall from the previous album. Am I totally off base? What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think you said it really well, how it's a, it's a bit of like a psychedelic rock um, mixed with like a modern flair. There was a lot of, uh, comparison to the Beatles with this particular track, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, I I like the Beatles and George Harrison bringing in sort of uh, the like the raga type melodies, um, mm-hmm. the sitar kind of style. I was starting to bring in with the guitar myself. Um, yeah, yeah. Versus like the old stuff, transitions is more of like folk rock maybe more of americana flair a bit um this one dabbles in some different textures for sure where it's a little louder it's like a little louder i guess a little louder of rock um electric guitar yeah a little more instrumentation electric guitar where where are the where are these the the influences coming from do you find that you're just writing different stuff all the time. Does a certain artist come to mind as an influence for you or where does this different flair come from? You just trying something different or. Yeah. You know, um, in general, obviously the inspiration is coming from all sorts of places. Right. And I realize when I do write, it's not too pegged to one certain genre. There's a, a lot that make me feel something. And in particular with this album as a whole, I was going through listening to Dark Side of the Moon, um, which was pretty, it's heady, you know, and there's um, that kind of celestial as- aesthetic with the synth work that they do and the echo work. And um, and then with this song in particular, man, where was this coming from? Definitely with that melody um that kind of has that beatles feel is certainly just something i've been attracted to um like listening to ravi shankar and indian music 
And then other parts of this song, I, I kind of think of Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. You ever mm-hmm. listen to their albums? I've heard like hit tracks. I haven't listened okay. to a full album or anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. So there was something zany about, um, I think the first album they released, which was, uh, I can't recall necessarily, but it had like their hit song home on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was called jangling. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. We'll look so they up. had some kind of like, they have like really funky feel good grooves and they kind of have like a zany texture. I certainly was thinking of them and their music when I was writing seeker. Interesting. And yeah. So flower city is another track from the album. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about that first. I don't know if we shouted out the, the core group. So let's, let's shout out the core group before we listen to this track. That sounds good. The core group, uh, the trio that I'm playing with now. Yeah. 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 Let's do that for sure. So, um, some of y'all might know, uh, Drew Rosenberg. I've been playing with him now for probably two years and we have done a duo act, which we brought to temple. So Drew Rosenberg, he's playing keys now mostly, and he still plays bass and he'll play both on the keys to hold it down. Interesting. And then the newest member is Chris Palace. And he's drumming. And some people might know Chris from his other acts, um, like the Painted Birds. Um, Dream Float is another one of the groups mm-hmm. he's played and recorded in. And so, yeah, he's a fire drummer. Yeah, he's and a, I, he's in I Sien- sing and he, play. He's in Siena as well. I know. Um, That's right. Yeah, she, she's been on the show too. And he's probably in more bands that we're not thinking of. He just seems like one of those guys. For sure. He's done a lot of uh, recording for mm. other people too around Rochester. And, and um, yeah, fortunately I've been able to befriend both Sienna and Chris. Um, awesome people, musicians and community members. So, yeah. Cool. I wanted to make sure we didn't forget to shout everybody out. Um, yes. Flower City. Is it about Rochester? It is a it's um it is about Rochester and also it's can be applied to anybody's community is what what I felt from it as well. But for me, that community that makes me feel those things I sing about to express myself, to be supported, to build bridges of community, for me that's Rochester and so proudly titled Flower City, yeah. Love it. Flower City, Head to the Roots. Let's give this a listen. I kind of want to listen to the whole album. We're going to have to do that outside of the podcast. But today, let's listen to Flower City. Sounds good. Oh, oh, oh. 
Rochester Groovecast podcast. Head over to Facebook, like Rochester Groovecast, and mark our page as C first to keep in touch with everything new. Now back to the show. Yeah, man, I I feel I feel that one in my bones, dude. Nice, love to hear that. That's it, yeah. one of those songs where you know if I didn't know the name. Flower City, for me, I'm connecting to like an incredible relationship, like those butterflies you first get. I like that mm. I could see anybody, no matter where you're from, finding a way to relate to that song, right? Did do you did you do that on purpose? Cool observation. Yeah. Um I feel that too about this song. It feels very open in a way for that kind of interpretation, which I love to incorporate in my songwriting. And for this song in particular, it was kind of the ones where I feel like I didn't do anything. I just put pen to the paper and it kind of just came through me because it, it dumped out like after pretty pivotal moment in my life. Hmm. 
And so then it was just on the paper. It was like a one night thing, you know, like a one sit down, the whole song came out. I was like, wow. All right. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Now, how does that work for you? So the, the lyrics came out all at once or did the whole song come out all at once? Truly the whole song did. I, oh, man. I remember I had, I was sitting down at my folks, um, table I had like my nylon string guitar and um, just started playing on guitar and then started singing. And then the words came and then the structure comes. Um, I guess I suppose the structure is more of like a logical process. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the words and the feel of it kind of just poured out. Um, And that's, that's like a special moment and typically feels like a nice gift. You know, the mood is right. Everything is right. Um, some songs are, you got to work for them. I, at least I do. I have to work for some songs and take small bites out of them too. Yeah. It, that's awesome that the feeling's right. It just kind of comes out of you, but then you do have to take a logical perspective when you're producing it. Right. I feel like I was hearing a cello in there or what was that, that instrument in the chorus there? Yeah. Good ear. It was a cello. Um, I believe cello, like cello and violin, I believe I stacked. And that was more of like a production type of thing. And it, I just like the drive it gave it. It's like a nice, powerful movement. I love it. So we, we heard two songs. What else can we expect from the full album? Obviously, Head to the Roots on Spotify. Um, what's the website? Is it headtotheroots.com? Or? Yep, simple enough, yeah. Spotify, headtotheroots.com, Apple Music. I mean, you can Google search. You guys come right up. You're you're the head to the yeah. roots. Yes. Um, so not the SEO. <laughs> I always like to say, you know, the the easiest thing you can do is even turn this off right now and just look up head to the roots. But um, what should I expect from the the listen? Is, is there anything else that maybe we missed on just these two tracks? Yeah, we can, um, you can expect more of this, um, I would call it folk rock, um, more rock leaning, uh, and with themes of, themes of the seeker, which is finding balance and truth and, uh, our joy um through the path that we take through following our excitement through following our hearts where is home there's a lot of elements of home on this album there are themes of finding that spot that makes us feel like a child again you know which is a very like excited uh joyful imaginative pure place to be yeah and uh themes of also like feeling heavy emotions and you know um and like darker moments too i weave those moments in as well because that's all part of finding that balance and and growth and and joy right so yeah yeah I, you know i i like asking that question and i don't at the same time because i like hearing your perspective as the person who wrote the album but more than anything and it's an experience like sit down listen to it all the way through and as a listener, ultimately, you get to decide 
what comes up for you. It has nothing to do with me or nothing to do with Anthony, who even wrote the music. Whatever comes up for you, um, hit us up, right? Uh, people can hit you up, ultimately interact, tell you what they think. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely come out to shows. We can say hi and be a little more uh, public now. And yeah. You know, drop me a DM on the social medias. We can chat. Um, yeah, I certainly, that's always like the most exciting thing is when a song can just be special to to the person listening to it. Um, so I agree. It's nice to to listen to a song not knowing what it's about and then really just feel and hear it for yourself in the moment. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. I- I want to ask you one more question that I've been asking every guest, probably asked about 15 guests this. I used to ask the billboard question. People know about that. This is something called the time capsule question. And I figured out that asking musicians, there's an obvious answer, and it often is my album. So you can toss your album in that's allowed but imagine we're ultimately starting a time capsule today and of course it's during the age of covid so covid is relevant to us however in a thousand years five thousand years ten thousand years covid's only going to be a line in the sand so it doesn't have to relate to covid if you were to put anything in a time capsule that we're going to ultimately open back up in a thousand five thousand ten thousand who knows how far away from now you can put your album in i'll give you a freebie but is there you know one to three additional things that you would like to put into that time capsule so the future people can learn a little bit more about how life was today wow great question these (laughs) items physical items yes so it has to it has to be a physical i mean a cheat is you can physically write something on a piece of paper right but there's no way to encapsulate a vibration encapsulate a waveform so it does have to be a physical item of sorts just so it can actually be perceived you know cool okay I love this question. So <laughs> Seeker, Head of the Roots, that drops in. That's a freebie in the bag. And I'm going to throw in a, a Bob Marley album right next to it. Um, probably, it could be so many of them. Maybe like Rastaman Vibration or Kaya or Burning. <laughs> okay, so the Bob Marley album will go into and... What else I'm going to put in there is uh, I'm going to put in um, Times Magazine, <laughs> like 2020 wrapped up is probably pretty important too. And then the last thing I'm going to drop in there is going to be, um, <laughs> what am I going to drop in there? I, for some reason, I thought burrito. <laughs> That's not going to last like a thousand years. I don't know if there's a way to properly package it. I guess if you put right. enough preservatives in it, like we already put in some of our food, I guess that would work. But... Yeah, that's kind of a silly answer. Um, <laughs> so, 
Oh, what else could I drop in there then? Maybe uh maybe an instrument. Drop a little like a uh, ukulele to fit in a time capsule. <laughs> I like that. For all we know, um we'll be getting rid of some of these instruments. I I'm all about technology. I'm all about the purpose and using it as a tool since I I don't know what's going to happen in a thousand years. Are we going to actually be playing stringed instruments or is it all just going to be technology? Is it all going to just be pre-recorded? I don't know. That's a great question. That's a very interesting question. Yeah. I, I got to say acoustic instruments seem to be pretty vital and they've seemed to have stood the test of time so far in terms of like modern humanity. <laughs> You know, it'd be kind of funny because obviously all sounds come from a sample of some sort. There's like all live shows are pre-recorded electronic effects. However, in these like super gold standard recording studios, they still have instruments on the wall because the studio uses the instrument to create the effect. <laughs> you right. would still need the instrument to make the sound, you know, right? I yeah. think so. I would think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, where we go down the rabbit uh, hole, man. <laughs> for sure. I know. I love these conversations. <laughs> well, dude, this is this has been fun. I'm going to replay Seeker um, after we're done with this. Obviously, head to the roots. Google it. SEO, you guys come right up, which is great. Um, nice, yes. Yeah. Did we miss anything? I, I just I just appreciate you coming on. Oh man, the pleasure's mine. I appreciate it. And it's always a pleasure to chat with you. I think we covered a good amount, you know, and I like the short bite-sized episode. We could always chat again too. Yeah, we'll we'll do a part three next time you've got a, a big show or a there we go. release of some sort. Um, and I think we covered enough because I think the moral of the story is go listen to that album and make the decision for yourself. Um, so... Yeah, I would love for that to happen. Yeah, definitely. So go listen to Seeker. It is the latest expression and sounds of Head of the Roots. And yeah, thanks so much again, Ben. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Anthony. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. Share this with a friend and tell them exactly why they should listen. And don't forget to keep it groovy, baby.